Hey, podcast listeners, this is your humble host, Michael Smalley, and I just wanted to take a moment of your time before the show gets going to remind you about our online membership. It is an incredible resource to help you build a better relationship where we have taken all of our best video series and converted them into online courses. You can check out how to become a member at smalleyinstitute.com. There is a rising risk to dating in this day and age, and I'm going to confess, I had never even heard of this thing, and its name is Ghosted. Never heard of someone being ghosted before? Well, don't feel bad because, like I said, neither have I. But ghosting is a totally real thing, and worse, it is a dishonorable thing to do to someone. Today, we're going to explain what it is, why it happens, and what you can do about it if you've ever been ghosted. Ghosted, ghosted. Welcome to Smalley Marriage Radio. I am Michael Smalley, along with my co-host... Seth Johnson. Seth the Ghoster Johnson. Or are you Demi Moore and I'm Patrick Swayze? Ooh, like the movie. Is that what this term is based on? Don't think so. No, I I don't believe it is based on that. Now, had you ever heard of being ghosted? Would Amy be Whoopi Goldberg in that scenario? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, just just caught in the analogy. Um, Have I been ghosted? Or have you ever heard heard of it? it? Like, I hadn't heard of it. So I ran, of course, across an article. I'm like, ghosted? Sounds fun, but it's not fun. Yes, I I have heard of this term before. And why? Because you have ghosted many of a woman in your past? No. Okay, good. I don't think so. Oh, no, you wouldn't. You're so, not an avoider. No, Generally, no. Um, I So I did at one point go <gasps> on one blind date with a girl. So I don't know if this is considered ghosting or not. We went on one blind date, and then we never talked after that. But I was like, it's a blind date. But did you... Did you act super interested in her? No. And super like, there's a future for us? No. Uh-uh. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. We were just like, that was fun. All right, see you later. Well, it couldn't have been that fun. Well, it's a fun... Because you never connected with her again. It was a fun evening of just hanging out. Like, I enjoy just people and being social. How? But I wouldn't want... It wasn't someone that I was like attracted to to like Why? pursue a romantic relationship. Did she have a mole? Uh, I don't remember. Like a poorly placed mole? Not like a Cindy Crawford one that's super cute? Uh, I do not believe she had a mole. (laughs) But one of my friends, a mutual friend of this person, got really mad at me for for not calling this girl again. Well, maybe you did ghost her then. I don't think it is. I think you did. It's a blind date. There's no expectations after a blind date if I haven't said, Why would the friend be mad? Uh, because she'd been mistreated by guys in the past. So then you're admitting to mistreating. No. I, I think was, you just made an on-air confession. Had, I think she this, I sound bent. like the, the, the national media. You do. This is exciting. I can twist Twisting and whatever, turning yeah, everything. Whatever you say. Yeah. Try. Keep going. So this mutual friend. Definitely a ghoster. <laughs> so how many times have you ghosted? None. So probably like 100. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. 
here is a definition. I ran across this term on the psychologytoday.com website, and this is from Janice Villhauer, who is a PhD. I don't know what that means. I don't even know any PhDs. That is really hurtful. But here's what ghosting is. The opposite of love isn't hate. It is indifference. Ghosting, for those of you who haven't yet experienced it, is having someone that you believe cares about you, whether it be a friend or someone you're dating, disappear from contact without any explanation at all. No phone call, no email, not even a text. There you go. Ghosting is becoming an issue. Now, I, like, I will say, obviously, ghosting has probably been around since men and women started dating. Right. There's always some of that. Yeah. But apparently it's becoming a very big deal. 50% of men and women in today's world mm-hmm. have experienced being ghosted. 50%. Uh, I, I, think, I think it makes sense. It does. Into how culturally we're wired currently. I know, and it's kind of messed up. But what's even more messed up is that an equal percent of men and women admit to ghosting someone. Those horrible, horrible people. Clearly, I've never done anything remotely similar to that. Yeah. (laughs) I thought about it. I actually asked my wife this morning. Oh, really? If she's ever ghosted anyone? Yeah. What'd she say? Nope. She says she never had. I don't believe her. So, man. I believe her. Amy, I love you. I honestly, I could see... Because she's a hottie. Her, her doing that. Yeah. And there's lots of boys that were interested in mm-hmm. her back in the day. Well, still, she's still a hottie. Yeah. I mean, those are the kind of people that'll ghost. Yeah. Like, people like you and me. No. Uh-huh. No. We we can't ghost. <laughs> we, if we got a date, oh. Yeah. It was like, I'm holding on for dear life. <laughs> so, ghosting is really sad. Um, because, really, and what I don't like about it. And, and, and the reason we're doing a show is that some of you listening might be dating, but probably more of you have children mm-hmm. who are dating. And I have someone I know. I'm not going to name names. Okay. It's not you. <laughs> Thank you. But they have a daughter, mm-hmm. and she was, oh, I think at the time, 19, 20 years old. Okay. And I'm in a casual conversation with the dad on the phone, mm-hmm. and... He just kind of casually mentions that, yeah, you know, because I'm checking in, like, how's your daughter and your kids? And he's like, yeah, well, my oldest who's in college, uh, she's finally started getting some dates now. And, oh, really? Is she using a site? She's like, yeah, something called Tinder. <laughs> I mean, I was like, nah. Uh-uh. You're she's joking, not right? using Tinder. He goes, yeah, why? I'm like, why? And it kind of shocked me. That someone wouldn't know what Tinder is. I mean, I don't think my parents know. Well, he wasn't that old. He's my age. Well. Oh, man. (laughs) That's hurtful. Just because I'm 44. Does it? Yeah, it does. I mean, I would say you're actually more in the know than your average peer about the, uh, the technology and social aspects of today. Did I just get a compliment? You did. Hey, I, oh, I often even... compliment you, just not in public spaces or out loud. Yeah, I, I know. I kind of wanted to stop the show. So that's why I'm bringing this up, because the folks got to know 
that yeah. first ghosting is terrible and you need to have conversations with your kids about it mm-hmm. because obviously the reason I would say and what I would talk to my and will talk to my kids about well see my kids already know cuz ghosting I don't it, like it doesn't seem a major stretch to to just immediately know this is not cool like this is dishonoring to this person, right? And that's the crux of it. That's the, the crux. Why it's bad because we know the two most important things in life are to honor God and honor others. Aha! So ghosting is obviously out of the playbook, right? For for my children, they should already know that. So I'm going to ask them if they're aware of ghosting, and if they have ever ghosted, I will probably. I don't know. It'll be bad. If we were more technologically savvy on the podcast, it would have been fun to call up your two oldest while live and just be like, uh, hey, um, so what? What do you know what ghosting is? Have you ever done it? And then just hear the reactions. I think I could make that happen. Yeah? And we, do you just want to splice it in later? No. Like po- we, we got the iMac hooked up now. I could call them on FaceTime audio. Yeah, you could do it. Let's. I like your thinking. <laughs> You've just earned another episode of this show. Because I am actually curious of my kids. I, you want me to make a prediction? Yeah, for sure. I am going to predict. We're going to try my daughter first because it's mm-hmm. only, we're recording this at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. It is only 8 a.m. in California. There's no way Cole's up. Yeah, so Cole, <laughs> Cole's not going to answer. But Reagan, she might actually answer. So let's try this real quick. FaceTime audio. You should probably immediately let them know that this is being recorded. I will. It's ringing. (laughs) I believe they can hear that. Can they? You do love me. I do love you. Now, Reagan, before you say anything inappropriate, we're actually recording live right now the podcast. Oh, gosh. Oh, hi. Hi. How's it going? So uh, guest caller who has been actually called and woken up at 8 a.m., please state your name. My name is Reagan Smalley. And do you have any relation to either of the hosts? Mm, I have a relation to Seth. He's my <laughs> secret father. Yep. <laughs> good it's answer. good to hear your voice, daughter. Secretly. Yes, secretly. So, Reagan, we are <laughs> recording a show right now on ghosting. Oh. This is this new thing. And so I'm not even going to give you a description of it because I made a prediction that you might not know what this term is, but it's a it's a term, I'll give you this much. It deals <laughs> about relationships. Mm-hmm. So do you know what it means to ghost someone or if you have been ghosted? Hmm. I believe it means to slowly fade out of their life. That's pretty good effort. It is. It's pretty good. It's, it's wrong. It's not slow. I, it was is a, so, I was totally took a shot in the dark. You did. See, I knew you wouldn't be aware because what ghosting <laughs> is. No, <laughs> no, because I. Well, hey, what are the two most important things in life? Love, serve, and honor others. All right. That was three things. Yeah. So to honor. Yeah. Honor. God. Honor who? God. God. And. Others. There we go. Had to clearly you've drilled that into your children, yeah. Michael. <laughs> I've, done, I've done an amazing job. So ghosting Reagan is when uh here, let me read it again. Uh so it's when you've been with someone who you believe cares about you, whether it be a friend or someone you're dating, 
and then they just disappear from contact with you without any explanation. No phone call, no email, hmm. no text. It's like an immediate quick thing. Yeah, like you go out oh. on a date with someone or it's a friend of yours, and then all of a sudden they're just gone. You never hear from them again. Oh. Uh, exactly. Cool. Now, why do you... Cool. <laughs> I don't know. That's a cool term to know. Yeah, but before you said cool and ruined it, you were like, oh, <laughs> why would you react that way when you hear the term or the definition of ghosting? Yeah. Well, I was just thinking about several relationships that I've kind of had that have totally ended up like that. What? Yeah. I want names, addresses, <laughs> and phone numbers. Well, the problem Set is I kind of don't tickets. really remember yeah. them because, like, that's how fast they were in and out of my life. But I can remember, like, a couple of faces where I'm like, oh, yeah, I never saw that person again. How did that make you feel? It made me feel like I had put a bunch of effort into this relationship. Like, I tried to do something, and then they were like, nope, bye. And so what buttons got pushed? The button of just rejection. There and the it button is. of, yeah. Yeah. And so it's an ugly thing to do, is it not? Oh, totally. And you know what's crazy, Reagan, is that 50% of people are now experiencing being ghosted. Wow. Men and women. Mm-hmm. Wow. I know. Yeah, so we, we just want to do, we are just like, hey, let's just call them right now and see if, did, if the old kiddos know. Did we wake you up? No, actually. Whoa. Tell the audience, the world, how responsible you were being then. I was being so responsible by going on Pinterest and oh. looking up a bunch of humor stuff. I am the most responsible person in the world, just like my dad. I'm going to remember that you said you were up early to study. <laughs> okay. That's how I'm going to remember that. Well, okay. Reagan, I love you. Love you, too. And Reagan, I love you. I love you, too, Seth. Don't tell dad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you have a beautiful day, and thank you for actually answering. You're welcome. All right. Try getting yeah. your other ch- children to answer. Yeah, I, you won't. I, we're not even going to make an attempt. It'd be embarrassing. <laughs> Maybe we should just we should to try to wake them up. Yeah. All right, Reagan. <laughs> on your request, I will do it. All right. Bye. 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 All right. So now we're on to Cole, uh, Michael's oldest, and this is the one that we're really not so hopeful about. Yeah. He could have. He could have. Uh, He's potential. He may have ghosted someone before. Yeah. He, so. he, this is so exciting. <laughs> we thought this show was going to be different. Oh, yeah. This was not in, planned in the notes or anything. How much money? Five to one odds. He hey, goes, what's up? Whoa. He's hey, there. Don't say anything weird because you're live on our podcast. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so Seth is with me. Hello, good sir. Uh-huh. And we are doing a show. Do you have a... I can't believe you're awake. We totally were taking bets that you wouldn't answer. Oh, no. That's so funny. I'm just driving back from uh, my new apartment, but it's my friend's apartment. Wow. You're already driving back. Wow. That sounds even more productive than Reagan. I know. I just... You're college kids. We assumed you'd be out. (laughs) Especially you. I definitely... If I didn't have a class when I was in college, I was not up at 8 a.m. Yeah, I just naturally got up. I just kind of have stuff to do. Well, wow. when you have yeah. such a successful father like me, yeah, exactly. yeah. that tends to you know trickle down effect. <laughs> All right, so we got a question for you. Uh, All right, have you ever heard the term um, to ghost someone or being ghosted? To, uh, I mean, it sounds like 
the Halloween tradition of <laughs> Now I'll, I'll give you, leave, you a hint this you has to some trick or treats in there This has to deal with uh, a relationship Oh right like, that's what you guys do all the time All yeah. the time <laughs> uh, I am so proud that neither of my children were aware of this term Yeah so ghost I mean if I were to infer what yeah. it could mean it's just Kind of totally avoiding or making someone out to be a ghost. That's pretty so, decent. Yeah, that's, pretty, that's pretty close. I would say it's. Uh, have I raised two highly intelligent, uh, highly emotionally intelligent <laughs> kids or what? You, you have indeed. So basically, uh, if you ghost someone, it's to, uh, whether a friend or you're in a relationship, is to just suddenly immediately drop all contact and not give any. Like you know, uh-huh. email or texting like that. So if like you're dating someone, and you're like it's, we're done, and you just don't ever talk to them again. That's you ghosted them, right? And dude, like fifty percent of singles have been ghosted in today's world. Oh no, <laughs> yeah, and it, yeah. I mean a lot of it is the online dating culture. Yeah, right. Like Tinder. Have you ever been on Tinder? No. Yeah. <laughs> good answer. <laughs> yeah. Now, are you being truthful? Yes. All right, good. Now, you have a lovely girlfriend. Are you still dating? Yes, I'm still dating Chelsea. Oh, that's right. That's her name. That would have been horrible <laughs> to find out on air that no. Yeah, I know. That would have no. been. That, that yep, would have taken Last night. Oh, uh, and you you just met Chelsea like in the the old the old normal way. Yeah, I did. We were, we were both working out. We were both working at a camp. And if things weren't working out with Chelsea, which, you know, you, both your mother and father would punish you. Because she's yeah. wonderful. Would you ever ghost her? No. No. And why? Because let's test Cole on this one. Because Reagan kind of bombed. She was close. But I asked her, what are the two most important things in life? And she gave me three things. <laughs> so what are the two most important things in life? Um, love and honor God and love and honor others. Woo! Wow. Clearly, you are more intelligent than your sister. Yes. Boy, boy, you just moved up the old inheritance ladder. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> well, thank you for taking our call. Yeah, no problem. This has been exciting. We might start doing this more uh, on more <laughs> complicated right. subject matters. Does it make you feel accomplished as a parent? As I know it's probably hard to feel that way for you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never been more proud of you than right now. <laughs> You're amazing. That's awesome. Well, thanks for answering and uh, being willing to uh, chat with us for a bit, Cole. Heck yeah. Thanks for calling. All right. We're going to ditch you now. All right. All right. right. See you, brother. <laughs> see ya. Whoa. Hey, well, well done on predictions. Dun, da, da, da. By the way. I know. So, it, you know, this is a serious issue, though. And it, it like, we, we need to be more educated on it, right? And we need to... You know, I, I can just say what I did as a parent is I really did. Like the the most important thing in our home was always honor God and honor others. That's that's typically right. gonna keep you safe in the world of relationships. Mm-hmm. But you you've got to make that your theme. And we even when they were little kids, in terms of if they misbehaved or just broke a rule, they always knew the worst thing you could do would be to dishonor God or dishonor others. That would always carry with it the highest level of consequence. Right. And then, because where I think sometimes parents mess up is they sort of just get lazy. How so? Well, because you're going to be a father. Yes. Which is terrifying. 
I think terrifying. when the baby comes, you should just give her. Well, I'll take Shauna and the child, and we'll help raise. Just keep you out of. I it. mean, that's probably the safer thing for both um, my daughter and yeah. Shauna. Yeah, but anyways, we digress. So, where sometimes parents get lazy is they have basically the same consequence for everything. Right, you're grounded a week from technology or going out or whatever. No matter what they did. Yeah. So if they broke a window, they're grounded for a week. If they dishonored a girl or a boy, they're grounded for a week. They're... And it, it, it really is important as a parent to have natural, logical consequences. Mm-hmm. And it's important to make sure that your kids growing up in your home know what are the most egregious things I can do that I'm going to get the most trouble for. Right. And then kind of, you know, pair it back from there. It's a scaled system. Yeah, it should be. Are you taking notes? Because I don't see you doing anything. No, I'm recording this so I can listen to it later. Ah, yes, yes, you would. So why why does why would someone ever ghost another person? Well, I'll start with they still haven't figured out what life is about, and here's a hint: it's not about them, Mm -hmm. right? So ghosting for me at its core comes is about you know kind of uh, the ultimate sense of self centeredness. Because the only yeah. reason I would ghost because I don't want to have to deal with you, mm-hmm. right? And 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 therefore I'm saying I am more important than you. My uh, my comfort and avoidance of discomfort is more important than honoring and seeking proper closure to this relationship. And at its worst, I mean, honestly, ghosting is something a narcissist would do. <laughs> I mean, without right. thought of the other person, like other people are just objects. So yeah. it doesn't matter what I do to you. I'm just going to, I'm in this relationship for me and what my pleasure and what I can get out of it. Right. So it's really, it's egregious. It's ugly. Uh, but I mean, it could also, you know, I'm a, a, a big time avoider. Mm-hmm. So you could be a really sweet, kind hearted person, but if you're out of control, avoidance, you know, could get you in trouble to where you are so terrified to hurt someone's feelings that you would right. rather ghost them than do the honorable thing. Yeah. So, you know, I've talked about in the show that up until some point in college, I was more of an avoider. And up until that point, I would I would probably more likely have to have like done this and like just avoid the situation except for uh because of how I was raised and similar to how you've raised your kids where like honoring others is huge. I would always hear my parents voice. They're like, yeah, you can, if you, you can avoid this and save yourself, but you are like, you are not honoring God. You are not honoring others. And that would tear me up. And so I would finally, you know, it almost out of guilt. Really. It was just, then I would Uh, confront the situation. Use the word conviction. Sure, we can use that. That's a healthier version. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to help you. Yeah. And you don't even want to be helped. And I think your other problem why you probably didn't ghost is you weren't going on dates. Right. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you you needed to have some sort of your relationship outside of sitting at home. I was going to say what's sad about my life, but I'm not going to say it that way, even though I just okay. said it. Because I feel like sometimes people have this pressure. You know, when I was single, I didn't, you know, I dated, I think, five girls before I, you know, started dating my wife. Mm -hmm. 
And I feel like sometimes people think that's pathetic or, oh, my gosh, or whatever. But it's also not the worst thing either because it's less chances to ghost someone. It's less chances to get in trouble. It's less chances to do, you know, some negative, hurtful things. Right. So it's not pathetic. I don't see you as pathetic. I appreciate In that that arena. I'm not interested. I'm married. I've told you this. (laughs) I've told you this countless of times. But, you know, I think also in in our culture today that people are really getting desensitized about this whole thing. So here's a quote from an actual single person that was on this article. And so here's someone who has ghosted. I, for one, consider myself to be an honest and straightforward person. And yet I've ghosted. And I've told myself time and time again that it's all the fault of the toxic dating culture we've created. And at the end of the day, I think that's what we're all telling ourselves yeah and therein lies the problem is this ridiculous lack of personal responsibility for sure well and i think because of so much dating is uh at least initiated and sometimes sustained through technology that um just like cyberbullying, there's this um still this anonymity that can take place or detachment. And so you find yourself open to think doing things that you wouldn't face to face, right? Saying things or not saying things if you were face to face. So like via, via Tinder or via even like a, you know, match.com or whatever those, those types are. Um, Cause even those, like you can hit like this, a button that ends all communication and you're done. Really? Yeah, and that person can't find you. Because that actually happened, my brother, <gasps> Noel, and his wife, they they met on, um, is it Match.com, I think, something like that. And, uh, like, th- things were going going great, and then all of a sudden, Noel, like, w- wasn't hearing anything. And, like, you you can't search the person anymore. Like, you do not have a way of contacting him, them. And he was like, what in the world? And so he was kind of, like, freaking out. He's like, He okay. was ghosted. Yeah, that's what he was worried about. And so then he found out that uh, he had a mutual friend um, with with Amy. And so now he's like, okay. And that's his Amy, not my Amy. Correct, yes, his, his, his Amy. And uh, so then he was like, okay, so d- do I take the possibly creepy guy route <laughs> and contact this uh, mutual friend? Oh, I would have been all in. And see if, like, what happened – or is she really just like I'm done and I'm I'm I've been ghosted, and so uh, he ultimately was like it was worth it to yeah. take the chance because we were having such a great time, and uh, the mutual friend got them connected, and Amy like accidentally hit that button, <gasps> and it's like the nuclear option, and you can't undo and it. You can't undo it. No. Yeah. And so <laughs> she quote unquote accidentally. Hit that button. Right, exactly. But they're married now. But they're married they're children. Now. Yeah, so maybe, I mean, that was just out of, um, you know, sympathy or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, but even, I, again, like with my kids, and I know a lot of you parents are dealing with your kids being on social media, my big rule was if you're going to have a social media account, my expectation is that you honor God and honor others. And obviously you, you got to unpack what does that mean, what does that look like. Right. And that is how they would lose the right to have a social media account, is if I checked it or looked or heard or found out Mm -hmm. they're bullying someone or saying something mean or posting an inappropriate picture or whatever, done. 
And I drew yeah. a pretty strong line on that. I was like, look, I'll give you one strike, potentially. Mm-hmm. It just kind of depends, right? right? Like, my daughter never would have done this, but had I, you know, and she sent a naked picture of herself to someone, it she knows that would have been over. Right. Like, I, that's one strike, you're done. Yeah. But there could be something that they do that maybe they didn't realize how dishonoring it was. Mm-hmm. So you can have a conversation and you can sort of feel that out. But, man, you cannot mess around with that because it creates such it, – it desensitizes. Yeah. And it's like this lack of culture. It's like a lack of, uh, of a culture of honor in our society. Yeah. And it's, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, I don't get it, you know, because people you hear in the media all the time talking about these Internet trolls or these social media trolls, people that just right. vicious with others. I'm like, what the heck are you learning in your homes growing up? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know my kids weren't perfect, but I'm just telling you, some of the things you read, I'm like, they just never would have done that. Right. Even though they knew they had the the anonymous power of social media, they just wouldn't behave that way. Right. And, and I, if they did, it would have been gone. And I think you're correct when you said it's it's indicative of a lack of culture of honor because that, that uh, this, sorry, this ghosting comes from that overarching lack of honor because like yeah. if you look at just day-to-day life um we often do not uh honor those in authority of us anymore I mean, even my uh, my wife with her kids um as a teacher you know growing up man like my parents drilled in me like that's an honorable person that you respect at all costs and like that's no longer there I mean, even just authority in general, it just, even other adults, um, you know, for me and probably for you growing up too, like on, in your neighborhood, like whatever any adult said within, within reason, like you respected that and yeah. you, you obeyed. Well, I'm even, I'm thinking now even about our current president and you can disagree with a president. Obviously that's what I right. love about our country. It's when these people go to the dishonoring level that I, that you lose me. Yeah, you lose your argument with me because now there's nothing productive there. Now you're just, frankly, what's so classic is you're now just as bad as whatever you're accusing them of. Yeah, and it's the same thing with you, uh, you know, people that are our previous presidents and stuff like that yeah. as well. Like people that you know on the other side, quote unquote, aisle. So it's not just the current party that we're talking about, but right. in general, yeah, it doesn't matter who it is if you're not you're not honoring them when you're disagreeing with them then you're losing points and it's why we're totally out of control mm-hmm. we're totally out of control well we are at this point in the show where we're trying to pay the bills and so we've gotten some pretty high level sponsors so this first commercial break is gonna be brought to you by apple computer <laughs> <laughs> which would be my dream sponsor because maybe they'd send us stuff Oh, my gosh. That would be fantastic. I know. We'd be super happy, but it is not Apple. But I do want to pause here for a moment because in a minute we're going to get into, okay, so maybe you're a ghoster. Maybe you your kid is a ghoster. What do you need to do to stop? And then maybe even bigger than that is if you've been the victim of a ghost, of being ghosted, mm-hmm. like how do you handle that? How Like my daughter Reagan said, she felt rejected. So now what do you do with those feelings? But before we get there, I want to remind everybody, go to smalleyinstitute.com. At the very top of the page, you can sign up for a really cool 
free online course called The Number One Reason Relationships Fail. It's kind of the critical piece that we teach couples in our Smalley Marriage Intensive Program. And you get the whole thing for free. So I just want you to go to smalleyinstitute.com and sign up and start the course, The Number One Reason Relationships Fail. Do you want to sign up now? Oh, I've already signed up. Oh, man, you're so smart. So if you're a ghoster, here's there's four things that we want to tell you. First, you got to stop the apathy and the excuses, mm-hmm. right? Number two, you got to take responsibility for your actions. Like at some point, you got to right. go, dude, this is not cool. Whether I'm an yeah. avoider and I'm a nice person or I'm a jerk, I got to start owning that I'm not being good. And relationships are all that matter. Mm-hmm. Number three, you build a culture of honoring others in your life. So outside of even just the whole ghosting thing, you need to cultivate that culture and lifestyle. And well, and like one of the things I do that might sound super stupid, probably I don't know, but what you know, I fly a lot because mm-hmm. I do speaking events all over the world. And one of the things I do is I'm I'm like that neurotic traveler, so yes, I'm always at the front of the line to get on the plane first. So I make sure I have overhead space for my carry on. But one of the things, so when I say you got to build a culture of honoring others in your life, one of the things that I do is when I sit down, I don't in a creepy way, like in a stalking way, like watch the other passenger, but I do pay attention. Are there elderly people coming that are going to be sitting around me? Do they have luggage that needs to go up into the upper bin? And so that's one of those things that I actively think about in my head and it's funny, I was just in Bermuda, mm-hmm. and I did a really fun event in Bermuda, and I'm on the, you know, this was on the way there, so I was in New York and boarding the plane for Bermuda, and this couple came in, and I went, hey, can I help you get that, le-? and it was so cool, the reaction of the wife, because she was like blown yeah. away that this stranger is offering to help her, Yeah, and the reason I'm doing that is because I, I really do want to honor other people. Mm-hmm. And many times it's simple little small things like that. Right. And that just kind of builds a momentum in your life of treating others well. And that'll go into your into your own home as well. Number four. Choose the right action because of the other person's innate value. So that's my deal with ghosters. Like until you reckon and, and that's one of the things my father, one of his legacies he left with me, is this genuine understanding of just how valuable others are yeah and when you believe that in your heart that man but we are created in god's image that gives us an infinite love i mean it's so i mean you know a big part of the rebellion eons ago in angel with angels was you know they weren't created in god's image we were Mm -hmm. and so that gives us a tremendous amount of value and when you believe that about everyone, even with people that I disagree with, right? I know, whoa, obviously I'm not going to attack them back because that's a very valuable person, whether I agree or like what they did or not. Yeah. So that's important if you've been a ghoster. Now, if you've been a victim of ghosting, I guess one of the key things, one of the key, 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 key things I want to say to you is first and foremost, make sure that you're not setting yourself up to be ghosted. Like, what do you mean? Well, like my friend's daughter who was on Tinder. Mm. Okay, listen, singles, parents, if your kids are on Tinder, they're going to get ghosted. 
Like the whole point of Tinder is you're swiping left or swiping right, and then you're just trying to hook up. Yeah. You you are you are, you know, it's, yeah. There's a connotation of sexual activity within Tinder. Just there so is. if you guys don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's a hookup thing. It's like right. who's closest to me so I can hook up with them. Mm-hmm. So, because uh, that's where I always want to start with people, no matter what's happened, right? Rarely is someone a hundred percent victim, right? Rarely. And you know, we use Victor Frankel's man search for meaning. So, if you're a Jewish person living in Germany during the World Wars, yeah, you're just kind of Jewish living in your home, and someone comes in, right? And you're a hundred percent a victim, right? Now. You know, if you were Jewish but you're living in America and you go over to Germany during that time, you're probably going to have to take responsibility for that. Like, I didn't have to come over here, mm-hmm. right? And so you've got to make sure that, hey, am I behaving in a way and am I pursuing people that are going to be honorable? So what dating sites am I using? You can't. You just can't be on Tinder and then be shocked that you were <laughs> right. ghosted, Right. Am I off on that? No, I okay. I mean, yeah, because it's such it's an an app and a culture that's built on um dishonor. Well, yeah. That's what I would say. We probably won't get Tinder as a advertiser. No, I don't I don't think that. I'd say call no back. unless it was a lot of money. Then I'd still say no. <laughs> but I'd be like, oh, a lot of money. Okay. Painful. No. And then number two here, if you've been ghosted or if your kid's been ghosted, is you've got to be able to understand that ghosting says everything about the other person and not much about you. Yeah. So you can't take that personally. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, there's something wrong with me. Right. Yeah. That is such a dishonoring act to do to someone that that ain't about you. Mm Mm-hmm. That's about the other person. It's a reflection of them. It is. Right. Again, you might need to take ownership like, yeah. that I set myself up for that, failure. Yeah, that podcast host was right. Shouldn't have been on Tinder. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. But to take it into like uh, a character assassination about yourself is ridiculous. Right. Because it ain't about you. It's about them. And then assess your choices. So, again, take responsibility for, you know, did I do anything? And get back in the game. Don't allow that person to freak you out so that now everyone is that person because that's not true. Right. It's why I wrote my – our first book ever was on dating for teenagers. And I wrote it because of this other book called I Kiss Dating Goodbye. Oh, and my it's, gosh. Oh, it so irritated me. It angered me. That, that came it, out when I was uh, in my last year or two of high school. Yeah, it was pathetic. It was, it was ridiculous. Horrible. This guy had behaved terribly, and therefore he thought everyone should not date. Because he was a mm-hmm. jerk. And and so I wanted to say, hey, hold on a minute. There are good people out there. So yeah. not everyone's a jerk and going to take advantage of you. Because I, I kind of felt like in my own dating life, I, yeah. I don't have anything to be ashamed about. Did I tell you about in high school when um, one, of my, one of my best friends um, was looking for a prom date? And there's a group of us just, just going together. And so we asked this girl in our youth group who was awesome. Like we... To this day, a good friend, um, and they were they were pretty conservative family, um, and he asked her just no, as a friend, like, "Hey, again, just platonic." And uh, she's like, "Well, I need to talk to my parents." Okay, fine. Um, her parents said no, 
and then sent him a copy of um, I Kiss Dating Goodbye as oh, well. And and he's a, he was a great dude. He's actually yeah. a pastor now, and, like, he's always been, like, a stud. So it wasn't, like, a character thing as well. Yeah. And we were all just like, sorry, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel sorry for her. And yeah. Just so you parents can hear, you really want to set your kid up to rebel and to do the things you're so fearful of, go that direction. Yeah. Be overly controlling. Good luck with that. Now, I will say this, though. If you're a single person or if your kid kind of keeps getting ghosted, Mm -hmm. then you're probably got to figure out, you know, what's going on in my life, right? So do I have any past wounds that are still festering that I have not gotten help about? Mm -hmm. Do I have any unforgiveness issues? Do I maybe have a really high level of uh, lack of self-worth? Because if I have those, any of those kind of things going on, well, I'm probably going to be, I'm going to, like I used to tell my daughter that if you're bitter, if you're unforgiving, if you think you're a total loser or, you know, just pathetic, then it, it it's like, you know, uh, giving yourself a cut in a shark infested, you know, ocean area. Like you just, yeah. those drops of blood are going to go into the ocean and all the sharks are going to be attracted to you. Right. And so you need to be healthy. Mm-hmm. So if it does, if if you're kind of like going, man, this this keeps happening to me, well, then you, you're probably a wounded individual that you need to get help. Yeah. And that's okay because mm-hmm. nobody's free from being wounded. We've all been wounded. So just remember, nothing is ever going to be perfect. So don't allow being ghosted to prevent you from experiencing the kind of relationship that can honor God and yourself. Well, Seth, is there, you know, just as we close, <laughs> is there like a helpful app out there in the marketplace that oh. our listeners could could download? Yeah. Uh, it's called Tinder. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got me. Thank you. I did Thank not you. see that coming. Um, well, r- real quick, before we get to that. Oh, sorry. Uh, I want to, just because we're, we're throwing out these uh, kind of new terms with, with dating. I was going to oh, ask boy. you if you'd heard of one um, called being catfished. <laughs> this is a legit term. I'm not making this up. You're not lying. I'm not. No, have you being ever heard of it? catfished. Like, oh, man, I was catfished. Well, I'll say this. I'm terrified on what it might actually mean. So remember, this is a family-friendly <laughs> show. Uh-huh. But no clue. Like, you've never no, heard that before? No, I have never heard of that term. I'm curious how many of our listening audience has. So uh, one of my buddies who used to spend a fair amount of time on Tinder, uh, he joked many times about worrying when he showed up to meet this girl if he's going to be catfished or not. And I was like, at first, like, I I don't know what that means. And what it means is basically... Someone that's built an online persona that's a uh, lie that's just to lure you in. <gasps> and I think gen- I think it could be like for nefarious reasons as well. Like Yeah. Well e- I think if you're gonna lie about your photo and your bio and everything, it's nefarious at its <laughs> core. <laughs> that's, that's true. So yeah, so being catfish is being lured in by this fake online persona and like, you know, maybe you look different, you're 
whatever into different things, and then you show up, and you're like, well, I'm here, you know. (laughs) 74-year-old. Right, yeah. ZZ Top beard. Holding a Virginia Slim. Yeah, not a 34-year-old med student. Hey, buddy. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I actually came across an article that I wanted to do a show on where this lady in England got catfished. I didn't know that there was a term for it. Oh, really? And so she had built this relationship over a course of a month or two uh-huh. with a guy, and then she kept kind of going like, she kept wanting to meet him. Right. And he kept avoiding that, avoiding that, and avoiding that. And she's finally like, what the heck? Somehow, I didn't, I read the article, I can't remember all the details, but somehow she was like, what's up? And she researched into it and found out he was lying. Mm-mm. But then she ends up meeting the guy of the profile he stole, and now they're married. What? Yeah. No way. How crazy is that? That's hilarious. That kind of stuff happens. So funny. Well, so <sighs> if you uh, if you are not wanting to be ghosted or catfished and looking <laughs> for a super helpful app, let me invite you to download our app. That is on all of the uh, mobile devices that you can think of that you would own. And you get tons of helpful content, like access to our podcast. we got our love list on there. If you're at a live a live event, you can actually submit questions while you're there, and we receive those. People love and it. answer it. Though I will say, if you're not at a live event, don't submit questions because there's nothing happens with them. Yeah, we can't do anything for you. Yeah, so that's happened from time to time. And like what's the today. app called? Just the Smalley app. No, you're a failure. The notes are literally in front of you. Look, because I wanted to, I wanted to show you. Yeah, I know the name will say Smalley yeah. when it's on your phone, but yep. to search for it, you actually have to search for reignite, reignite your, your marriage. marriage, which you need to change, by the way. I know. One of the two places. I'm Did just, you just judge me on my own show? Yes, That's I judged fair. you on our show. That's fair. No, my show. You're just our show. You're just a friend. No, you make you make all the magic possible. Hey, don't forget. What? <laughs> Sorry, I almost died. I think I might have bronchitis. You can probably hear it in my voice. And I'm trying, actively trying to pass this along to Michael. Yeah, I know. And it's not cool. But we already mentioned it halfway through the show. But go yeah. to smalleyinstitute.com. You can sign up for... We actually have two free courses one on the number one reason relationships fail, and the other one is on our love talk communication method. They're both super cool. They stand alone. You'll get everything you need to understand those concepts, and you'll get all of that for free. Or you can even purchase our entire online library of courses, mm-hmm. which gives you access to our very best videos, our very best workbooks, all of them available 24-7 from any device. Bam. Power of the internet. So don't let that... Don't let that slip by. And then if you enjoy the show. Yes. There's so many things you can do. <laughs> listen. L- yep. Tell uh, other tell people, other people about it. Um, and then let us know. Respond. Call to action. Go to iTunes. Leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, if you like my nasally voice or not. Yeah. You know, if if you like Michael's ignorance to common terms like catfish yes. and ghosting. That's good. Well, Smalley Marriage Radio is brought to you by the Smalley Institute. If your marriage is on life support, reignite your relationship in only two days. Find out more 
on our website, smalleyinstitute.com, or call us toll-free at 888-565-6462. Point out the colors of you, I see them too, and boy, I like them. I like them, I like them. We way too fly to partake in all this hate. We out here vibing, we vibing, we vibing. Alexa, play Ariana Grande. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.